The Gatecast, along with its listeners, decided to start the podcast a little differently today in recognition of the passing of Joel Goldsmith on the 29th of April, age 54. He was the composer of the majority of the music used in the three Stargate shows. While Joel did not pen the theme to SG-1, he had full control of SGA and SGU, creating some wonderful themes, scores and musical cues. Joel was born November 19th, 1957 in Los Angeles. His mother Sharon and father was Jerry Goldsmith, also a composer, perhaps best known for his work on Star Trek and other theatrical features. While Joel spent recent years creating music for Stargate, he also had time to turn his talents to computer game soundtracks, and number of TV and theatrical movies, as well as many TV shows such as Witchblade, Diagnosis Murder, The Outer Limits, Hawkeye and The Untouchables. Gateworld interviewed Joel a few years ago and the results of their chat, transcripts and audio links will be in the show notes. All that remains is to offer his family and friends our condolences and hopes that the grief will quickly transmute to celebration of a life that affected millions throughout the world. Rest in peace, Joel Goldsmith. Daniel, while R.I.P. Joel, you will be missed. Jane Lazarova, the greatest music ever created, R.I.P. Now, a big loss, such a talented man, will miss hearing your music. Bradley Mull, oh no, my thoughts go out. The family, what can we Stargate be without his magical music? Tom Shot, sad, sad, sad. I've enjoyed his and his father's music, it will be missed. And finally, Luke Tullett, Stargate, not be Stargate without Joel, R.I.P. To make a point, you often don't realise until you see, say, a deleted scene which doesn't have the music in, and you say, even the incidental background hum. Yeah. You don't realise how much it contributes to the show until you actually watch it without it. Yeah, it's often said the best music, you really shouldn't be conscious of it. It actually blends into everything, and then you only do realise it's missing when you hear it without the soundtrack. Greetings, Gatecast listeners. Yes, I've decided on a different opener this evening just to throw Mike for a complete loop as if him being slightly ill isn't bad enough. As I stare out my window at the cherry blossom on a tree of which is definitely not cherry, but I'm assured the pink blossom belongs to cherries, so I've no idea what kind of tree it is. I may post a picture on the Gatecast page and run a small competition to see if you can identify it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Gatecast. Yes, why not? Pose it as a question. Hmm. If you were in Stargate, what tree would you like to be? We'll discuss that after the recording, actually, that question. The other question. Oh, the other question. <laughs> Which, uncannily, has become the most popular question ever asked on our <laughs> Facebook page. Even more popular than some of our polls. Who would have thought? Did you manage to fit in Game of Thrones last night? Oh, yes. How would I not? Yeah, I saw the tweet. I tweeted locations and journey. Uh, to chuck some woman in her mid to late 50s, not so much out of my chair, but I get onto the train... It's half seven in the morning. I've been up since quarter to six. I'm not in the best of moods. No. Who is? Well, you go up at quarter to six every day. You go to bed even later than I do. <laughs> but I came up and she was on the outside seat. Her backpack or bag or whatever was up on the rack above her. And what was sitting on the seat I'd booked was a handbag. <laughs> I came in and I said, oh, uh, I'm just inside you there. And she goes, no, that's mine. And if she hadn't had the handbag sitting there, I probably would let it go. Because I'd prefer to face away from direction of travel anyway. 
Yeah. But I said, no, it's not, because you can see my name up there. There's a little LED display oh, with the seat number, which, well, yeah, it's clever when it works, and it's clever when it works, <laughs> and people actually pay a blind bit of bloody notice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> which they mostly don't, which is why I make a point of arriving in the train station at least 45 minutes before departure, even though when I'm coming down from Dublin, even though they don't generally announce the platform until 20 minutes before departure. Train could have been sitting at it for an hour, but they won't announce the ruddy platform until they're that good and ready. <laughs> I've often been sat there for 45 minutes, sort of going, train's departing at half three, it's ten past three now, why haven't they given us a platform yet? And I look around and I think, okay, Cork's gone from there, Limerick's gone from there, we're probably on that platform, there's probably that green train over there, but they're not announcing it. They're just teasing you. Indeed. I got me Almighty Johnson's DVD. Yes, I saw the tweet. Ah. Or was it a post? Might have been a post, but I think it was a tweet. It was both. And this is season one. Yeah. And so far saying later in the year. And that means I'm going to start watching season two next week. <laughs> if they were going to show it, say, oh, in a couple of weeks for season two, I'd probably say, okay, oh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, yes. The thing is, what are they replacing it with? I don't know. I haven't really looked at the schedules. I mean, I think they're still running Todd and the Book of Evil at 10. Yes, and they're still running Last Girl at 8. Thursday at 9 o'clock, or 10 o'clock, Titanic 2, a <laughs> movie. Oh, dear. It's a bad movie. <laughs> Worse than Raise the Titanic? It probably costs less than Raise the Titanic. Good book. Awful movie. Was it a good book? Yeah, I enjoyed the book. I like everything Clive Cussler wrote. Because the movie seemed to operate on the premise that there were people still alive down there. <laughs> it bore very little relation to the book. <laughs> The book was pretty much a Cold War ideal set just in the distant future. The Titanic was actually the last location for this very rare mineral that had been mined in Russia in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. And it was being shipped over to America. And it turns out 100 years later, the new weapons defence laser system needed this mineral. So the only place it was, was in the hold of the Titanic, two miles down. So the Americans go to salvage it to get this mineral. The Russians are out there to stop them. Mm-hmm. The bloke who ran the studio says it had been cheaper to lower the Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) They don't make studio executives like that. No, and didn't it snap in two on the way down? Well, at the time, they didn't know that, did they? Possibly not. They had eyewitness reports, but there were nothing confirmed. Well, no, I doubt any of the surviving eyewitnesses were trained observers. Something about having your uh, massive ship collapse and sink around you. Yeah, plus there were conflicting reports and what happened. Uh... Hasn't Alpha's been on a UK channel already? I don't think so. Weird. That's what sci-fi is starting the week after at the 10 o'clock slot. I've watched a couple of episodes, but I haven't seen very much of it. It doesn't say premiere. It just says new series. I was sure Alpha's has been on another channel. Probably Uh, five. Hmm. Strikes me as something five would show. Yeah. Oh, God, I have to say, I'm up to book nine of the Dresden Files now. Yeah, flying through it, aren't you? I just devoured them. I'd read the first nine before, so I just absolutely ate them. Yeah. They have been described as book crack. Remind me the title. White Knight. It's the one after Proven Guilty. It ends with him taking on Molly as an apprentice and having the Doom of Damocles re-established. Ah, changes is 12. Yeah, White Knight is nine. I was right. Ah, uh, small favour is 10. I told you it was small something. Oh, ye of little faith. You wait till you get to changes. I've only got the first 10. Well, you must buy the others. Who said I bought the first 10? Shame on you. There are some things I still like to uh, like. There are still some things I like to own. Oh yes, there's quite a few things I like to own. But in order to get all of them, I would need to walk and make my salary tax free for another fifteen years, <laughs> and get it as a lump sum now. 
My name is Karen Lindsay. I got sucked into Farscape. Lou bugged me till I watched. Now I'm obsessed. We podcast together. To guide new viewers. So they also get hooked. Maybe as much as me? One episode per podcast. I would love the company. Both good and bad. Jeremiah Creighton. Lou thinks this will stop me. I can't stop rewatching them. But he's mistaken. He should know me by now. This will be awesome. Talking about characters and stories. These recordings are made for you. To enjoy the wondrous things we've heard. Cross my heart, smack me dead, stick a lobster on my head. On the ground now! Farewell, my friends, and thank you for teaching me to kill again. Slicker and snot. My microbes had to have translated that one wrongly. This is insane, Craig. Four years on and you're finally getting it. Escape Cast, your guide to the wonders of Farscape. Listen to the Scaper Chronicles at scapecast.org. Batterson's on a conference call, so I don't think we'll get a tweet from her tonight. Uh, so, hi, Chris. Thanks for sort of starting directly tweeting us. <laughs> I'm hoping me... Well, actually, it's probably getting worse, but I'm just in the middle of a code. What? A cold. Uh, right. So I'm breathing through my nose and trying to talk at the same time. That is a little difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably come off in the recording very, very bassy. <laughs> I'll be doing my Barry Watt impression. Yeah, well, I can assure you, you're not my first, my last, or my everything. Good. I'm so relieved. A song made famous by Anorexic Pint Size. What was that? It was used in Callista Flockhart. Um, oh, Ali McBeal. Thank you. For once, my brain actually dragged out her given name <laughs> and therefore pushed all relevant information out. It was like, I got the name, I got the name. And it's like little brain cell, which is waving it. So I go, hey, and big neon sign and all other information vanished. Yeah, cute, but very, very thin. Garrily thin. Yeah. Be afraid if I ended up in bed with her on that breaker. Well, Harrison, when he uh, hooked up with her, was that old, really? So I imagine he was careful anyway. Come <laughs> <laughs> dryer. Right, flying cocked. Ibra three. Bloody hell. Ibra do, Ibra hain. <laughs> Ah, Sharay. Run, Scarra. Scarra. Sharay? Better not be Sharay. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. Uh, have you ever closely questioned Daniel's relationship with Scarra? <laughs> I know Jack likes him, but I wouldn't question Jack. Always good to see Alexis Cruz. Mm-hmm. Scarra. No, Asuf, though. Mm. So, the leader of the uh, Abedonian, Vina Sood. You know why you're here? Then it is true. There's not much time. Kasuf will take the women and children to the caves of Kalima where they'll be safe. No one will be safe anywhere. May have seen her in V, Fringe, and The Endgame. For season six, this is The Endgame. Oh, come on, that was a nice link. You still fiddling with your microphone? You must rally all those capable of fighting. All those willing to die. All those who must not fail. Danny! Daniel! Daniel! You won't be alone. You should be a bit more shocked, because as far as you know, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. He's not wearing his sweater. That was a very short teaser. Yeah, that was almost as short a warning as you gave me. <laughs> go on, go. Right, deep breath. Full Circle, Season 6, Episode 22, the Season 6 finale, of course. Our 131st episode. This was written by Rob C. Cooper, so you know it's going to be pretty pivotal. Mm-hmm. Directed by Martin Wood. Uh. Premiered in the UK, 19th February 2003. The US aired it on 21st of March, same year. The Aussies, 9th of October. And the poor Canadians, 14th of February 2004. Well, at least it was the week after the previous episode. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should find themselves lucky. Even if we're only here. Go on, sorry. The episode shares its name with episodes from Dallas, Kung Fu, Hercules, Heartbeat, The Guard, The Champions, and about 36 other shows. Oh, crap. Yes. Kung Fu or Kung Fu The Legend Continues? Kung Fu, the original series. Gasp. And that's a good example of Full Circle because The Legend Continues, the guy playing the master is actually the guy who played the kid in the original show. <laughs> Alexis's credit. Yes. Oh, and he puts a special code in. Well, he's dawdling here, which gives Daniel, or shall say Michael Shanks, time to walk behind the camera and get into the elevator to maintain the illusion of one full shot and magic. Yep. So that blackout was purely too low for a cut. While Jack was messing about with the control panel, Daniel was walking behind the steady cam. Hello, this is... Hello? Jack. <laughs> He's listening to the phone. Jack. Daniel as Peter Jackson. GQ man. Straight off the cover of Horse and Hound. Jack Abydos is in trouble. Anubis is on his way. He's after the Eye of Ra. Straight to business. Mm. I have that replica Catherine gave me. It looks like this. Now, I'm pretty sure the real one is located in some secret chamber in Ross Pyramid and Abydos, but I'm not sure where exactly. According to legend, there were six eyes, including those held by Apophis, Osiris, and Tiamat, among others, each as powerful on its own. But if you use them in combination, it increases that power tenfold. Exposition, exposition, exposition. <laughs> Jack <laughs> contemplating insanity. <laughs> Good funky emergency lighting in this elevator, though, isn't it? Yes. Now he's on his way there. <laughs> Say something, Jack. I was sure that was an aspirin I took this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he actually ad-libbed a number of lines involving LSD and alcohol. It doesn't matter. We don't have much time. Hey, Daniel. How you doing? Long time. How are things in the higher plane? And <laughs> scene. Hey, Jack. Long time no see. How, how, how you doing? Fine. Just fine. The knees, the back, everything's Oh, you know, kind of weather contingent, actually. Right, right, right. 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 So, what's the name? Um, actually, a funny thing happened to me today. Um... I'm riding an elevator, and an old friend of mine, someone who never calls, never writes, just shows up and tells me all about this very important, <laughs> apparently yeah. urgent mission that needs my attention. Are you going to help, or, or...? No, wait, wait. Let me, let me tell it. It's good. You see, this this buddy of mine, this pal, this chum, has <laughs> ascended to a... It's really weird with it, his glasses. His ascend itself doesn't actually need ocular assistance. Well, no, because he hasn't technically got eyes, has he? Yeah. That's kind of just his avatar. Great and powerful being. Jack, we've already been through this. I can't actually do anything. It's not easy being <laughs> an ascended being. The others have rules. Just talking to you is a violation. What, like jaywalking, double parking? What, the point <laughs> is to change human existence? That's a big one. I, I can't really talk over this. you got to just leave this all in. There are a lot of speeches in this episode you just want to sit back and listen to. Well, then, how do you know they're any kind of a threat? Oh, good. That's that's a good one. <laughs> As it is almost an outcast, because she believes that helping people ascend is our duty. And that's okay? Technically, no, but she does it anyway. Those of us that follow her are walking a very fine line. I mean, Rob Cooper really went to town on it. Don't <laughs> you don't know? No, I don't know. All I know is what Oma has taught me. Ascension doesn't make you all-knowing or all-powerful. It is just the beginning of the journey. The point is, if I were to help you, if I were to take any action... To help you, 
Alma would step in and stop me herself to avoid drawing the wrath of the others. If they wanted to, they could stop everything she's been trying to do for a long, long time. I can't jeopardize that. Well, Jack hasn't personally seen the Ascended Beings react. Sam yeah. certainly has. Yes. Yeah, for an Ascended Being, falling in love with Sam is really a dumb idea. Abaddonians <laughs> are willing to back us on this one. Colonel, how'd you come by this intel? <clears throat> I didn't say? No, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't I'm sure I did. <laughs> Daniel told me. Oh, he looks uncomfortable. You saw Dr. Jacks? Yes. Actually, it's not the first time. Shocked expressions on Jonas and Sam. Tilk. Mm. <laughs> I like it. The general believed him straight away. Character's <laughs> getting ticked off now. <laughs> I, too, have recently seen Daniel Jackson. Really? Why didn't you say something? Why did you not? Well, to be honest, I wasn't quite sure it was really happening the first time. Neither was I. Did he tell you where we could find the eye? Jonas has no issues with this. No, not at all. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. I know. <laughs> this is a good Jack episode. That's good enough for me, Colonel. If Dr. Jackson is right, we have to find that eye before Anubis does. Good enough for, for God's sake, General. How do you justify this as present? Our apparently dead former colleague told Jack <laughs> in a vision. Can you imagine how Kenzie would actually react to that? Yeah, not good. You know? A Robert Picardo's character. And there we had a combination of a map painting, CGI gate, and some steps. Hmm. Interesting. When the credits are coming up at the bottom, they move the subtitles up to halfway up the screen so they don't get in the way. Ah, clever. Good to meet you. We are prepared to do whatever you ask. Appreciate that. Kip, set up a perimeter. I want to know the second we have company. Any idea where this eye thing is? I will show you. He knows. That is awfully convenient. Now, it's a giant pyramid. I'm assuming it could take hours to explore. Yeah, so that brief fade to black and back again was... It took about half an hour of them walking down. Yes. Now, this whole set is pretty much only lit by the actual flames and the torches they're carrying. Low-light cameras? Well, obviously, they'll be using low-light cameras with fast film. Yeah. It's actually being shot on a crane, which is moving through the building. As they go, they're having to take these pillars down and lift them back up again after it passes. Oh, bloody hell. So they're obviously not support beams. No, no. That's a nice long tracking shot. is isn't it, yeah. Bloody hell. That must have taken a walk. I say they were really pleased with this set. Were health and safety not rather concerned about a large naked flame immediately behind their main star? How close is he to send Jack's hair on fire there? That looks very... <laughs> that looks uncomfortable. You've got no product in your hair, have you, Jack? The Eye of Ra is mentioned many times on these walls. Just so we're clear, it's not a real eye. It's a kind of jewel or something. Well, we've never been able to find it. Oh, dear. Oh, that's a... That's a big ship. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pretty. That's not a pretty ship. That's just a big ship. There's elements of shadow. It does look a bit shadowy, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not faff about here. Let's hope for the bazooka straight off. Why did he bring his death glider cannon? Maybe you can fit it through the gate. <laughs> okay. So, you seen anybody? Maybe. Really? Is it serious? <laughs> we are betrothed. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he still looks. He still looks really young. I mean, he does. Don't. If his career as an actor doesn't work out, he always take up on as a jockey. I wanted to ask you to Shaloki, but to stand beside me, just during the ceremony, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'd be honored. Will you be coming to my wedding alone? There's so many subtle implications in that statement. I assume Carter's invited too. Of course. Will you be coming together? Ah, Jack died a little inside there. Jack still can't handle that. Friends going to a wedding? Ah, yes. Sure. Jonas. It's got one Ickle bazooka. That is. Tobey, or Tobai, played by Sean Amersing. He was actually in Children of the Gods. Scott says he's not dead. He's now a god. A god, he's not. No, he's not a god. Thank you, Teok. That remains unclear. <laughs> Why don't you vague it up a little, Teok? Daniel once brought freedom to my people from the false god Ra. He has asked us to fight. We will fight in his name. Die for his cause if we must. That's loyalty. Yes. Skara says then you will protect us. Watch over our families. I am unsure as to what you have been promised. But if you are not prepared to die, you should not be here. Now that's important to know. It sounds a bit boastful, but... One bazooka against an Alkash and about a half dozen death gliders. <laughs> of course, what you can't see in this scene is all the trucks and the mountains that they've painted out of the shot. <laughs> all the little fire pits, they've got kerosene rags in. As you may expect, after they've been burning for a while, there's a lot of black smoke on the set. Yes. He keeps his most valued possessions, not that I would expect that. Right. If you don't open this door, Jonas, you're out of the team. You're out of the team anyway, but you know you don't know that yet. <laughs> they didn't know that. When they were filming this, mm-hmm. season seven, I didn't even been given the green light. Oh, God. What's the bigger one? That's not an Alkesh. No, the Hatak's the mothership, isn't it? Yeah, that's Alkesh. I thought the Alkesh was the pyramid shape one. No, that's the Hatak. Oh. Well, that's a total new design. Well, that was a waste of a bazooka. It was really, wasn't it? So was uh, that uh, Finally! A death going upon who can fly? <laughs> Usually they just sit there and sort of go, oh look, oh, what's a strange metal thing? It's not an energy weapon, it must be out, boom. Nice touch with the dust coming down from the ceiling. Mm. There should be some dust drifting down. Or, in charge, somebody opened the roof with a... There is, you've already seen it. Son of a bitch. Hey! Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> We're only doing this because of you. Oh, there he is. Of course, Martin Woods doing his 360 camera shot allows Michael Shanks to slip into the frame, as if by magic again. <laughs> as if by magic. Daniel Jackson appeared. <laughs> Dr. Jackson. You hear that? I can't do anything about that, you know. I don't care. Do something or we walk right now. Remember that fine line we were talking about? Cross it. Oh, that line <laughs> I remember. Yeah... This isn't going to end well. You've got to try, Daniel. You've got to try. I always thought there might be a secret chamber here. This section talks about how Ra draws his power from the sun. Ah, dust. <laughs> cough, cough, cough. <laughs> O'Neill, we cannot hold up position. Fall back to the pyramid. 
You guys do your stuff. I'm gonna go help Tilk. I will come with you. Hmm. He did actually look like they walked right through the dustbin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's a good idea. Fall back to the large heavy stone thing which might collapse on top of you. <laughs> Fall back! <laughs> Fall back? No, run. Run for your lives. Uh, or not. And this episode is just rocking along. 13 minutes in and it feels like five. I know what's coming. This is beautiful. Wait for this. That looked like it was going to miss. Oh, mama. Yeah, I blew it up, but I still killed the guys anyway. Well, I got him. <laughs> Collateral damage. They had a problem with that shot. It was the final uh, shot of the day because they were losing light. And unfortunately, half the explosives or the petrol bombs that they had didn't go off. Mm -hmm. As it turned out, the shot looked, still looked fantastic, even though the smoke that you know they added after the fight looked a bit dodgy. Think any light on possible. Maybe you need to focus it a little. Yeah. Oh, just get a bigger torch. He's probably looking for a lens. Okay. Some nice stuff. <laughs> you aren't using it anymore. Good point. Yeah. You should be happy you're leaving the team, John. Yeah. It's the last person left the team has to die and ascend to another plane of existence first. What he didn't tell him is he was also wearing his old underwear. Oh, dear. I look like a larger far. I think there are number here. <laughs> There's a convenient brick wall in front of the doorway. I'm in it. They couldn't afford to put a live action shot through there. Sir, we're working on it. Work faster. Yes, sir. Thought we were on something. Is it smoking yet? Nope. You are. It's not working. Hmm. Ah. Insight. Oh dear. Has he told them too much? It's red. What is? The rays of the sun on the fresco are are red. We'll see. Sam? Yeah. Jonathan. Occasionally she's had a green laser. Yes. How fortunate a P90 had a red laser this time. Well, red is traditional for targeting lasers. They've used green lasers. Yeah, but I mean, let's face it. If you've seen Assassin in the most movies, the sniper rifle laser is red. I think they use green at night. Better contrast. Another crane shot. Mm-hmm. Another room just lit by the uh, lights the actors are carrying. Very atmospheric. It works really well. And I assume they brought up additional lights when the flames were lit. Yeah. Because I thought, flame does not spread light that evenly. Yeah, I can say you can see the black smoke coming off it now. Yeah, everybody's a bad shot in this scene. Especially considering the uh, weapons they're using. Oh dear. Oops. Oh, 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 that's good. Oh, uh, that's never good. <laughs> Fish in a barrel. Yes. <laughs> Here's it. it looks like one of the... Uh... Oh, scorer. Tips casually holding what appears to be an M16. Well, it's not. It's uh M60. They're all going. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, hurry up, guys. Daniel, what is it? 
I'm an ancient. What? Well, not me, but the others like me. They're the ancients. Yeah. Incredibly significant, but just basically one line. Yeah. I mean, I always suspected, but I never really knew for sure. What does it say? It says that the ancients evolved from a race of humans that lived long before us, that they were wiped out by a plague that was sweeping across the galaxy, and that many learned to ascend, and the rest died out. I have to go. Where? I'll be back. Don't lose that tablet. It talks about a lost city that's more valuable than anything. Daniel. Um, here he goes. Yeah, the rest of the CG budget for this episode has spent that effect. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> now, this tablet was actually put in in preparation for the movie they had planned to make after season six. Mm-hmm. Of course, as we know, they got the green eye for season seven. Mm-hmm. What if it's not here? Maybe there's a secret compartment. A secret compartment inside a secret chamber. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you can see Jonas's point. <laughs> That is Jonas's. Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> you know how big this room is. <laughs> yeah, but Jonas is lucky. Do you think you'll find it in the next ten seconds? The subtitles just said "hollow clang." So yes. Right here. Never mind that they're ancient. Priceless artifacts. Yeah. Stand back. She keeps pointing a gun at Jonas in this episode, doesn't she? Does she know something? Hmm. Now the Eye of Ra is not fragile. Obviously not. Ooh, that's bigger than the one Daniel had. It looks like a giant jammy dodger. <laughs> that was actually one of five designs used. Mm-hmm. And strangely enough... The one they use later in the episode is a different design. Yeah, well, the light were dark. If that's not a contradiction in terms. Yeah, the thing, if they'd have dialed the gate to stop people escaping, they'd have sent something through as well. Yeah. Too late. Sir, we got it! Too late! We could not hold the gate rope. Anubis dialed the Stargate, preventing our escape. Got Jack on our ass. No, Jack, it's just a rash. <laughs> right here. It's a, kind of a, a last stand. Yes. What are you going to do with that? We're going to see how much Anubis wants that thing in one piece. There they come. Yeah, Jafar won't know that. Now, all, all they needed was one of their little stunning grenades thrown straight away. Yeah. Ooh. That's not Anubis. Is this Mars? Ninjas. Oh no, I'm not dead. Surrender or die! Well, that's a little evasion. <laughs> what? We've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Surrender or die! Iraq, played by Michael Adamthwaite. I was just gonna say the exact same thing. O'Neill of SG1. <laughs> yes, he remembers yes. Jack as well. Yeah, Jack has that effect on memory. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> You'll have to forgive me. I'm terrible with names. What was <laughs> I am Harak. Congratulations. Failing upwards, I see. You have no choice. Actually, I do. I've got the eye. And about a pound of very powerful explosives stuck to it. Give us clear access to the gate, or I'll blow it up. Yourself along with it. What's your point? 
<laughs> I will speak with my master. Yes, you do that. Don't forget to tell him you screwed up again. Oh, you know. <laughs> Ruining his day. I know this is not the most forgiving thing. Is it really necessary to further antagonize him? Yes, yes it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Would you really do it? Sure, why not? <laughs> O'Neill. Yeah, dear. I'm not going to get married now. Yeah. I'm going to die a miniature version. It's, it's, it's almost like every buddy cop movie. You know, I yeah. retire tomorrow. I've only got to live through one day. Oh, dear. Oh, stop it. My lord. Humans from Earth in the one named O'Neill have found the Eye of Ra. So, he doesn't consider O'Neill to be a human from Earth? He says if we do not grant them free passage, he'll destroy the Eye. He will give you the Eye of Ra, or I will destroy the Bidus. Hmm. Okay, raising the stakes a bit. Yes. yes. Now he's got to go all the way back down there to give that message. Yeah, it's just a vump, 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 vump away. He won't touch Abydos. And how will you stop me? I can. And I will. One more person down there is hurt. You can do nothing but stand there and utter empty threats. Because I know what you are. If you know what I am, you know very well I can wipe you from existence. I know who you are, Daniel Jackson. But you know not who I am. Of course, at this point, Daniel doesn't know what Anubis is. Come to think of it, neither should we. Ooh, dear. Oh, bugger. Mm. <laughs> I'm a Stargate. A Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. Anubis commands that you turn over the Eye of Ra immediately, or he will destroy all of Abydos. Tell him to go ahead. He's not getting the eye. <laughs> yeah. I might tell him to go ahead from up there. I'm not going to stand here. He's bluffing. We don't have much of a choice. If we blow up the eye, he's going to destroy Abydos anyway. He's just as likely to attack after we give it to him. Maybe not. He's a ghoul, huh? <laughs> Maybe not, Jonas. <laughs> Look, he's fading fast. I just have time to gasp out a last deathbed paragraph. <laughs> this is my death scene. <laughs> Emmy, Emmy. Masuke Yanak. What's he saying? He speaks of a bright light. Of giving up. Of releasing something. Christopher George actually pointed out in that scene that Tilk should translate Scara because he actually speaks the language. Mm. It was originally Jonas supposed to do the translation. Mm-hmm. Go towards the light. Don't go into the light. Don't go into the light. It's a train. <laughs> Shame we don't have a machine beside it. Be... <laughs> Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Janet will save him. No, we said go into the light, not become the light. <laughs> hmm. It seems that the requirements for ascension these days have got a lot lower. I like the ninja Jaffa, though. They don't look muscular mm. like everybody else, but they look dangerous. There is a pure of heart since the Tolkien came along and the Tolkien, whoever the hell it was, and yanked the snake out. With the wave of my hand, I'll bombard the surface. 
You can try and stop me if you choose. What makes you think I won't? Your words mean nothing. Take action. If you dare. Both Martin and Rob Cooper were really happy about the fact that uh, Anubis has no face, so you've got nothing to work off of. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it's a lot of ships. Maybe I won't have to. <laughs> Good to see you. Hi, you. I command the collective forces of the system lords. You finally managed to rally them against me. You will hand over the Eye of Ra. Face destruction. I will consider your most generous offer. Could this be the last time we see Vince Crescio <laughs> playing Hugh in the system lord? It went on to do stunt work on iRobot. <laughs> Day after tomorrow, paycheck. They're not attacking because they fear me. Maybe. Maybe I'll tell them you don't have the eye. And they can beat you if they strike now. Do you know that for a fact? Maybe I'll deliver the eye of Ra to you. If you give me your word, you won't harm the people of Abydos. Ever. Oh, like he believe him. We thought Jonas was naive. So be it. That's a promise I'll hold you to no matter what. There's some great props in this scene, isn't there? Yeah. Sir, you're not considering shooting our way out? No. No, Anubis must really want that thing in one piece if his boys have held off this long. He does. Where were you? Busy, busy. Oops. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, Daniel. Thanks for Scara. I assume he's okay. What are you talking about? He has ascended. What? That wasn't you? <laughs> huh? Almost here watching me. You thought you had your private time. And? And I don't care anymore. Anubis is one of us. <laughs> Lots of surprises, Jet. At least partly in some bastardized way. Daniel, what are you talking about? The cooled Anubis used to be figured out how to ascend. He was believed to have been dead for quite some time. The others didn't want him. That's understandable. They sent him back. At least they tried, but not all the way. And what is he now? He's still some form of energy. That black mask, it's a shield. It's keeping his form intact. He's stuck somewhere between human existence and ascension. That's probably why he's so crotchety. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's true. He don't care. Maybe you're right. Either way, he's still very powerful. For more seen that times, the ascended ones really don't give a monkeys. Yeah. Jack, the others are the ancients. The original creators of the Stargates. You didn't tell him. Uh, no. Oops. Dramatic musical sting. Yeah, got you. <laughs> Sam didn't tell him anything, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Sam's not been very informed with this, is. They've had plenty of time for a full report. Because this guy keeps going up and down, up and down. <laughs> nice trick when the camera was looking through into the room. Couldn't actually see Daniel talking to Jack. There's a fleet of System Lord motherships surrounding Anubis. I warn them about the eye and what it can do. Nice. Turn it over. What? I made a deal with Anubis. You turn the eye over. You go free. And the people of Abydos remain unharmed. You made a deal with Anubis? I'll make sure he keeps it. The gold are going to fight it out over the eye and hopefully destroy each other in the process. But even if they don't, while they're licking their wounds, you're going to find the lost city of the ancients. Lost city? <laughs> Daniel found a tablet talking about a lost city. With our powerful ancient weapons capable of giving you a big advantage over Anubis. Do you know where it is? No, but I'll help you find it. Now, if Daniel wasn't already technically dead... Jack, nothing will happen to Abedonians. The most important thing right now is for you to get out of here with that tablet. 
If Anubis gets his hands on it and finds the lost city before you do, it's all over. He already has a huge advantage over you because of what the others have done, or rather, failed to do. You won't be there. <laughs> he's remarkably confident, really, yeah. considering all the bad news he's just delivered. You know, if he's going to appear in human form, you think he'd be clean-shaved? Seriously. That's probably just the way he likes it. Does he have a virtual razor? Does he think the designer stubble suits him? He must do. Coming hmm. out! <laughs> Low UFOs, boys. Yeah. Where am I on it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, hold your hand up nice and high so the camera can see it. Yes. I assume you know about the part where you don't kill us. As much as I would like to. <laughs> Wait, Bob, the trace of glue. Oops. <laughs> Let go. Let go. <laughs> Oops. Oh, dear. Jaffa! Creep! And the two ninjas stay behind. Now Jack's getting a little nervous. A little nervous. Very nervous. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, spank me, Rosie. <laughs> that's not an Oz quote. No, that's RDA ad-lib. Yeah. And that is a different Eye of Raw. Get it? I see. Mm. My Lord. The Eye of Ra. Martin Wood actually said in the commentary he had real issues with the story as it pertained to Daniel and his reasoning behind giving up the Eye of Ra. He didn't think it made much logical sense. It's a lozenge. That's what it is. It's a giant throat. Oh, dear. Ooh. Now, if I'm surrounding a ship that's doing this, I start firing. Yep. Right now. <laughs> In fact, five seconds ago. <laughs> you don't give Anubis the first shot. Before the integral shielding comes on. <laughs> the ship's weapons are now fully powered. Your time is up. And that, you are gravely mistaken. Now, there was supposed to be a weapons console in front of Anubis. Yes. Time and money put an end to that. Oh, two down. <laughs> Three down. <laughs> you almost feel sorry for the Jaffa and the system laws, don't you? Almost. Almost, yeah. Bal and company are probably on a distant world thinking, oh dear. <laughs> I'm still alive, though. Yes, but how, how many battles? <laughs> yeah. They've all gone. Hmm. Yeah, he's impressed. They are retreating. They're retreating? Does someone left to retreat? <laughs> no, they are retreating. It's not so that the pieces of debris are drifting apart. What now, my lord? Now I will destroy Abydos. Phew. 
Daniel? Stop! Stop me. If you can. This set is actually the cargo ship redressed. Hmm. A wide-angle lens to make the room look bigger. Well, he's a bad guy, isn't he? He's the bad guy. A little over the top, but what can you do with a guy in a huge robe and a cowl like that? Stop me now. Do it now, or I will destroy us. He's going to try. Give Anubis, he plays for keeps. <laughs> and if you see, Anubis is actually just protecting his face. He's yeah. not even actually making an aggressive move. Mm-hmm. They're fortunate they could dial that. Yeah. SG-1 saved. Everybody else is dead. Mm. You are indeed all-powerful, my lord. Yeah. Anubis puzzled. What you just saw was not my doing. However, this is... <laughs> this is... Yeah. Yeah, dear. Yep, and there is a hundred thousand dollars of pyramid that gets blown up. The explosion of the model pyramid shot at 500 frames per second. <laughs> they set it up with four cameras because there was no way they could afford to do it twice. <laughs> and if you've got the DVD, there's a, a very good little featurette on blowing up of the pyramid. Okay. What's that? Abaddon. Abaddon was hit. You saw it? Felt it. Yeah, Jack was there. He's probably fortunate he got through the gate. Sergeant, call up a full gate diagnostic. Hey, Walter. What have you got? I'm working on it. Yes, I gallantly closed the iris just in time. I saved the base. <laughs> Ryder? We're lucky they closed the iris when they did, sir. A massive energy wave followed you through the wormhole. Redial. Yes, sir. Welcome back, SG-1. What's happening? Uh, well, we kind of lost the planet. <laughs> yeah, a small problem. Everybody we knew there are dead. Yes. We're dialing Abydos right now to see what happened. Chevron 6 encoded. Chevron 7 will not lock. Yep. That's not good. Chevron 7 will not lock. That's never good. Briefing room. Yes, sir. Shouldn't that be the debriefing room? <laughs> Jonas, you broke it. You broke it. You. <laughs> Jonas said, it was like that when I got it. No, it wasn't. Bad, Jonas. If we can't trust you with a piece of clay. Which leaves Anubis in possession of a powerful weapon that has given him clear superiority over the system lords. We don't know any of that for sure, sir. Well, what we do know is we need to find the city that's described on that tablet. Can you translate this? Say yes, Jonas, or else you're out. Dr. Jackson did offer his assistance. I'm not sure that we can count on Daniel for anything anymore. Why not? Well, sir, he would have done everything in his power to protect the people of Abydos. If he was somehow prevented from doing that, then... Yep, see? Mm. Yeah, you got any glue? That's put a downer on everything. I know we weren't all sunshine and rainbows after the loss of Abydos, but mm. come on, Sam. Mm. Chevron 5 encoded. Major, if you don't mind me asking, how many times are we going to dial Abydos before you give up? Until a toker with a ship flies over the planet and tells me there's no one left alive. Chevron 6 encoded. Walter wants to go to the loo. He's been here for hours, <laughs> darling. Abydos. Surely he's getting a bit hoarse. Chevron 7. Locked. Oh, oh locked. <laughs> Hopeful music. The map shows the pyramid is intact. No evident damage. What about the explosion? 
I don't know, sir. I can't explain it. I'd like to go, sir. Make sure the people are okay. Uh, there was Martin Wood in the background. I didn't see him. He was really in the background. <laughs> you have to change first, Jack. You're not an appropriate desert uniform. Oh, you did. So, no hurry. <laughs> oh, nice and neat. Yes, no holes or anything. The Matrix has reset itself. It has, hasn't it? <laughs> Just look a bit like that for you, isn't it? Where they had the uh, slow-mo firefight. Quick shot of the pyramid, which didn't show the team because they'd already blown up at this point. Ah. Look at that. Football, alive and well. On alien cultures. Who were in alien culture invented it? Not baseball, not basketball. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you steal it from the Indians? We stole so much, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> Useless Jonas, go back to acting. Guess everybody's all right. Well, that's unexpected, isn't it, Jack? Mm. Ah, scarer. A hole in his vest where he got staff blasted. They're quite fortunate that you can't see any of the background. Abydos, as I said, embraced industrial... Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I couldn't say it. <laughs> yeah, surrounding the encampment, mm-hmm. there's all warehouses and industrial units. So it's all very sort of carefully shot. Yes. They actually flipped the camera around so it was shooting in the same direction <laughs> because they couldn't shoot, you know, left uh, and right at the same time. The sand is virtually all gone. Anubis destroyed the pyramid. Everyone was killed in the blast. They don't look dead to me. Oh, dear. But then, neither do you. Death is only the beginning of one's journey. Heard that before. (laughs) That sounds familiar. What of Daniel Jackson? Uh, I've not seen Daniel. Do you know if he's okay? I do not know. One named Omar did this. All of you? I wish you well, O'Neill. You will not see me again. At least not for a while. Yeah, Jack ascending. Take care. Do not fear. You will find your way. <laughs> look down, look up. And everything's gone. <laughs> what do you mean by that? A bleak and barren landscape. Yes. As opposed to the, you know, green and fertile land it was ten minutes ago. Don't take your eyes off him, Jack. The Chapai will remain until you leave. Don't take your... You've took your eyes off him. Silly boy. Now, the only problem, of course, is that there's a structure in the distance as well. Hmm. Yeah, the gate. Well, next to the gate. The little compound where Tilt was firing from. <laughs> Let's go home. That shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie-daisy. Oh, well. <laughs> And that was, at the time, the series finale. Mm. Right, that was full circle. Not a bad finale. Not bad at all. I've seen worse. I've seen better, but it sets season seven up nicely. But like I said, at the time, they were planning on going into a movie, which uh, never materialised. Or it did, it just materialised in a different form after season ten. Yeah, true. It was surprising, though, when they were filming this, Daniel wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. As far as everybody else knew, Jonas, if they was going to make a movie, Jonas was still going to be there. Including Jonas. Must come as an awful shock to him when he didn't get the call sheet. Again, on the DVD, there's some nice behind-the-scenes with Corinne Demet. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't seem to be any animosity at all, but then again, any sensible actor, the last thing you do is when you leave a show is badmouth the producers or anybody. Charlie Sheen kind of learned that the hard way. Well, no, Charlie Sheen screwed up. Um, yes, indeed, that was full circle. And unfortunately for Corin, he's come full circle and we're back to Daniel. Well, he does feature early in season seven. There is a transitional moment. Indeed. As a lot of our female fans will know, Daniel naked. Yes. We do get Amanda naked in season nine, I think, but we don't see her properly, which I'm extremely upset about. The girl's got Daniel's ass. I demand Amanda's. <laughs> yes, and properly is not a slang term, people. <laughs> Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. The 2012 Leo Award nominees were announced, with a number of shows linked to Stargate via producers, writers, directors and performers receiving the nod. A full list can be found on the award show site, and you'll find links in the show note, but most significantly is Sanctuary, which has received 18 nominations. Stargate Universe got a single nomination for Makeup, which surprised me since I thought it was no longer legible after 2011. Stargate birthdays over the next week include May the 6th, Carlos Locher who played Anubis in Stargate the Movie. Also on May 6th, Caven Smith, who played Major Evan Lorne in Stargate SG-1 and Stargate Atlantis, currently seen as Andy in Eureka. May the 8th, Patrick McKenna, who played Jay Felger in Stargate SG-1, The Other Guys and Avenger 2.0. Also on May the 8th, David Winnings, who directed Stargate Atlantis' episode Childhood's End. Finally, on May 10th, John Scalazzi, who was creative consultant on Stargate Universe. Finally, on May the 12th, Aaron Abrams, who played the Jaffa Caneo in Stargate Atlantis's The Hive and The Lost Boys. Those were the birthdays for the week commencing May the 6th. Happy birthday, one and all. Okay, next week we will have our season wrap-up, but our next numerical episode... Am I allowed to read the uh, preview? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, the next actual non-wrap-up episode is Season 701 Fallen, Part 1. When you want to explore they think, a planet they think is the site of the ancients, they are stunned to discover Daniel Jackson living among the natives. Daniel has no memory of his life or his death, and ascension is up to Jack, Sam, and Teo to convince him to return to them to the SGC and help him regain his memories. It's long, though, before the Toker need their help against Anubis. And I have only one comment on that. Hang on. You killed my son. <laughs> you can bleep out the swear word, but okay. I think the reference is sufficiently non-obscure. Anyway, shall we sign off before you just kill all together? Yeah, couple of guys. Okay then, folks. That was full circle. Goodbye to season six. As Alan says, next week we'll be doing the wrap-up show with a guest. <laughs> so uh, see you next week. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Gatecast, presented by Alan, Mike, and Scott. Visit us at gatecast.facecast.com. Thank you.